T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. From the WEEI Studios, the home of the Red Sox, 93.7, WEEI-FM, HD1, Lawrence, Boston. Always live on the free Odyssey app. Brown can't hit. Oh, no. Yeah, Tatum and Brown ran into each other. Both Tatum and Brown both going for it. Ooh. Ooh. Man, elbow right to the chest. He got hit pretty hard. Number three, Jones and Mego with Arkan here on WEEI. We'll get to your phone calls, 617-779-7937. We'll get to Christian Arkan's Philadelphia 76ers coming up here on just a little bit. It's been a big... So embarrassing for you. It's been a Pretty big bad. NBA TA here. Uh, yeah, it's not It's not good. I mean, I, I, misery loves company, and I need some company. Lost uh, to the JV team last night. A lot of NBA discussion on the show today. Uh, we were talking some Super Bowl with Tom Curran last hour. A reminder, WEEI Super Bowl coverage is sponsored by Wise Snacks. Do game day the wise way. Go to wisegameday.com for your chance to win one of 100 authentic pro football jerseys. Mega, I know you've been itching to jump in on... Jalen Brown and his injury history because I've been saying and this goes back to our Kevin Durant discussion Jalen is younger and he is less injury prone than Kevin Durant but that doesn't make him not injury prone that doesn't mean he's missed time due to injury I've referenced this a lot but you I know have some sort of numbers that you've been uh, itching to to throw in my face here or at least uh, itching to bring to the table so I'm curious to hear this because I don't know what they are So this is just what's concerning me. And it was just looking ahead to the trade deadline, which now has passed. And we know that they didn't really get any wing depth. And I don't think anything meaningful is going to come out of the buyout market because it never does. I don't know why anyone looks at it that way. But with Jalen Brown, Jalen is at his best when he's, you know, running downhill. He plays a physical game, a physical style. And I don't think he should change that. But... I was thinking about the trade deadline and thinking about what I've wanted, what pieces I've wanted this team to add since the finals last year. And Rob Williams and Al Horford have been such front and center, the biggest concern for me for depth and for injury, health, and availability that I think I kind of missed the like creeping anxiety that I was feeling on the side. Oh, good. Because you know, the bad things no, good. are Welcome. never good. Are, creeping anxiety. They're good. never what keep you up at night, like the Rob Williams soft tissue injuries. Is the things that smack you on the side of the face like Jason Tatum's elbow on a Wednesday night, Mm -hmm. which last night was a freak 
accident. Definitely. It was fluky. It Definitely. wasn't because of something that Jalen did, or it was just one of these bad moments. Tatum lashing out because he wants uh, he wants Kevin Durant instead of slightly Jaylen metaphorical. Uh, go around punching guys in the face. But you look back at Jalen, and I'm only going back to February of 21. So he had knee issues throughout that month, causing him to miss time on and off, and then it kicked back up again in April of 2021, May 2021 in the playoffs. He had a torn ligament in his wrist, had to have season-ending season ending wrist surgery, which took months to recover from, came back uh, in November of 2021. So then with Ime Odoka as coach, just to give context to the timeline, uh, he missed eight games with that hamstring injury, which took him out of the lineup for a while and I think was part of some of the chemistry bumps that they had early on, not being able to gel until January. And then December, he re-aggravated the hamstring, missed five games. In March of 2022, he had a sprained right ankle uh, going into the end of the season. And the other sidebar of all of this is as we've seen recently, whenever Jalen is out, it puts more wear and tear in minutes on Jason Tatum. And you need both of these guys to be healthy through the finals. And I'm not saying that you have to put them in glass cases or anything, but I would have liked to see more depth. And I continue wanting to see more depth somehow. I don't know what they're going to do. Uh, it just is what's causing me anxiety, and I don't think it's completely misplaced or like I no. didn't just back it up to you. No, I like it. I like it. Good. Anxiety about Jalen Brown. And look, if Brown gets hurt, they're not winning a championship. I agree with that, unless they traded him for a better player who was out there and available and is now a Phoenix Sun in Kevin Durant. But if Jalen gets hurt, no wing you were trading for is going to fill in and bring you to a championship. And I don't know if I've actually verbalized this. We've talked about Jalen Brown getting hurt, but Shams tweeted last night, Jalen Brown has a facial fracture, which Mego just said he's going to miss some time. Did he say fracture? Yes. Uh, he said fracture, Oh, okay. Yes. The, the latest I saw was just contusion, which can be like the different levels of the injury. They said contusion last night, and okay. I think it was fracture today. Initial okay. feeling yeah. is Brown could be sidelined through the All-Star break with further specialist examination today. I've not seen an update there. Maybe you guys have. I haven't seen that yet, if there is one. Um, the All-Star break's only four more games. It's like 10 days. Right? I think it's 10 days from today. I believe it's February 19th is the the game. I think, you know, the All-Star weekend is sooner than that. Over under Arcand on Jalen Brown being back in like 2 weeks with a facial fracture. Um, I guess it depends what it is. Like if it's his nose that's broken, then yeah, you can be back in that amount of time. If it's like his orbital bone or something, then I don't know what's broken. Like that's sort of the point. But like I don't know. Well, I don't, th- I don't think that's crazy. I don't think that's a crazy amount of take time. Take a step back. We don't know. It's the Boston Celtics. It's one of their injury timelines. Should we trust them? Well, yeah, but it's also the All-Star game, and you know those guys like playing in the All-Star game. I could see Jalen Brown rushing back uh, Jaylen, from his so, broken nose to play in J- the All-Star Jaylen, game. Intern Brian brought this up in our, our Slack discussion. Jalen Brown better not play in that game, right? We all agree. Jaylen, he can go to All-Star weekend. Go to All-Star weekend and, you know, just don't have a stripper, you know, shake her butt on your broken nose, and I'm okay with that. You can, you can go Why to, is he even going to go then? He can go to All-Star weekend. You can go be a part of the festivities and, you know, stay away a little further away. Didn't they have the same issue the with Kemba Walker? They're like, all right, we got to limit Kemba. we got to limit And then he plays, in the, he plays like yep. 39 minutes in the All-Star game. Walker, his knee is trashed Walker played, I believe, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, and I asked you, Willikers, about this. Kyrie missed a bunch of time and then played in the All-Star game before that. Yeah, missed the two games leading into it and then played in the All-Star game. (laughs) So, like, 
Jalen Brown better not play. He, I don't think he's going to play. He can go to the weekend. I don't care if he goes to the weekend. I'm not going to kick and scream. He better not play. What's this look? You don't think he's going to play? No. I think he's going to play. I think we're going to see masked with a Jalen ring, yep, Brown. Rip Hamilton. Fine. Let me, let me, let me I take love a step that back. Rip Hamilton, though. Let too. me take a step back. I, don't, I guess I'm not making a prediction on if he'll play, although if I have to, I'm going to say no. You're telling him what to do. Correct. He should not play, and the Celtics should not let him play. But regardless, I'll take the over. I think the Celtics have had, and this is under Brad Stevens, so maybe it's changed. I think the Celtics have had one accurate injury timeline I can remember, ever. And it was the Time Lord last year coming back exactly when he was supposed to in the playoffs. He was late on this injury timeline this year, right? At least the initial one. Maybe they shifted it back after the initial timeline. Hold on. You're saying that that timeline fit for you? Last year in the playoffs? Yeah, he was back. He was almost immediately injured then once the season ramped up again with the same knee. Well, I know, but that's because I give him credit for that, and I, I give the Celtics I credit give, for that. They had him push through an injury to try to win a championship. Yeah, I understand. I just don't think that it was extremely oh, transparent fair. how long that injury was so going to take, especially if you're looking at what was going on in Chicago where a player had the same exact freaking injury. Strike it from the record. You know what? Strike The Celtics lie about all their injury thank time. Thank Right, thank you. So why, why should we trust that he's back in 10 days? I don't. Okay, good. You don't. Over then. You but think I think it will he's going to play in the All-Star game. Well, then he's back back sooner than 10 days. Okay, he's not going to play in any of the games leading up to the All-Star game. Then he's going to play in the All-Star game. And then maybe we'll sit here and it'll be, oh, there was actually some swelling. Boston, you've been warned. Whenever, Monday the 20th, you've already been warned. Is that a holiday? Uh, Tuesday the 21st. It is a holiday. You've been warned. I will be kicking and screaming about that if Jalen Brown plays in that game. Jalen Brown better not play in that game. So you've been been pre-warned. Plan accordingly. 2 o'clock. Tuesday, February 21st, because it's a company holiday on Monday, President's Day. Two, at, at 2 o'clock, well, I will be kicking and screaming about Jalen Brown call playing Brad in that Fo. game. He's going to be out from spring training during <laughs> our time slot. You can yell. Maybe I will call Brad Foe on that. Maybe I will. I'll be so fired up, I'll call Brad Foe. Uh, 617-779-7937. How you feeling about Jalen Brown? Does that change your opinion at all on trading or not trading for Kevin Durant? And more importantly... How are we feeling, Arkan, about our Philadelphia 76ers? Do we have anything to say today after the Sixers lost to Jason Tatum, who sucked, and a bunch of backups? Um, I don't have much to say other than I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed in my 76ers. And I think that uh, you they, be really, disappointed in you. they really overthought what they were doing because I think they could have won that game pretty easily if they just played straight-up defense instead of trying to zero in oh, on Jason Tatum wow. and Against leaving Luke everybody Cornette wide In closing open. time, they could have won that game? Wow, amazing. I, I would have been so impressed if they did. And also, I was impressed by how the Celtics kind of closed out there. I didn't think they would. The, the Sixers did get close, and uh, the Celtics were able to sort of push them back. Tatum hit that big shot, and, uh, you know, it was just it was a rough, rough night for everybody involved on the Philadelphia side. In particular, though, Doc Rivers. I mean, oh, what, a, what a mess. We're getting to him, but don't, don't try to don't yeah, deflect don't, here. Don't, don't try to jump ahead. Yeah. How did you feel about uh, my son Peyton Pritchard with his active hands defense when he was matched up against Joel Embiid, I who's thought, like uh, two Peyton Pritchards in a trench <laughs> count out on the court? That was impressive. I thought all the bigs were impressive, too. Blake Griffin, what, what got into him? Uh, oh. Blake Griffin, Grant Williams, and no, Cornette, they all played well, Peyton I thought. Pritchard... What? Peyton Pritchard was on Joel Embiid at the end of the game, and he couldn't get a shot. I just I, said that. I said it was great what Pritchard did, but I also was oh, acknowledging I you, were it, you said that the bigs all played the bigs well were too. great. No, I said Pritchard bigs, was good on him. Joel but the, Embiid was not great. Just quickly, did well on him too as well. Just quickly, Arkan, because I, I now feel like I'm the the priest and the Godfather here. But I need you. I need you to renounce the 76ers right here and now. I need you to do it. We tried to warn you last week. I need you to do it. Christian Arkan, do you renounce the Philadelphia 76ers? I do renounce them. Do you do renounce, renounce Do you renounce Joel Embiid and James Harden and Doc Rivers? 
I do renounce them. Is that how priests sound? I know you. Well, what about this one? Do you renounce Doc Rivers and all his empty promises? <laughs> I do. I already did, but I do again. Yes. Is that is that how I'm priests renewing sound? my vows? That's kind of how priests sound. I think, right? Weird cadence. I wasn't the altar. In the Godfather, oh, it's all in Italian. Man. Is it? Yeah. Oh, I needed to. I well, needed I to get was, my Italian for that, yeah. chat GPT to get going. <laughs> Philly socks. Do you renounce Philadelphia cheesesteaks and Pat's and Gino's? <laughs> Do you renounce ragu spaghetti sauce? <laughs> and Rocky, one, two, three, four, and five. Not a real person. I like the, I like the Creed movies, though, I will say. That. I like the Rocky movies. Uh, anyway, so Arcan has renounced them. Good, 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 good. Uh, you referenced Doc Rivers. Can I hear from Doc? Because Doc is a big, big part of what's wrong in Philadelphia. No, I, I listen. I, I, I don't care about anybody, even what anyone did offensively tonight. Honestly, uh, we scored because we we were individually good, but we, we didn't score as a team tonight. We didn't play as a team offensively tonight, um, and then defensively we were worse. The fact that they were hitting threes like. Unbelievable. Did that make your offense tentative? I mean, no, no. no. We're just, uh, I mean, I could have made some of those threes. Well, maybe not me. Uh, I was a poor shooter. But someone in this room could have made those threes. You know, I mean, they were, they were pretty much wide open. Um, we gave a lot of dare shots tonight all the way through the game. Uh, a lot of shots where we just dare guys to shoot them. Uh, and they shot them. And they made them. Uh, give them credit. You still got to make them, and they did. This is make-miss Doc Rivers, who kind of salvaged it there at the end. How many times have you heard Doc Rivers say it's a make-miss league? They made their shots, Doc. So why are why are you complaining? Oh, wait. Is it because you used to coach the Clippers, and you coached Blake Griffin, and you have a personal thing with Blake Griffin? Listen to Blake after the game. This is as direct. I stood up on my I'm not. I'm not lying, Mego. I stood up on my couch and I applaud. I was like, yes. I was like, get him. I was like, suck on that, Doc. Go what? off, King. Right, go, off, go off, King. Say it with your chest, Blake. Go get, say it with your chest. Here's Blake Griffin going right back at Doc. What were you feeling out there? What were you seeing out there to, to get you going from three? Uh, just space. I mean, honestly, when a team leaves you open like that, um, you just got to try to make them pay. Um, and, you know, I was shooting open shots all night, so... Um, it was nice to see some go through. Uh, J- James Harden was just talking about how you, you got, like, they just kind of left you open. Um, and, and, like, they were just lazy on the defensive end. Do you feel like maybe a little disrespect to just kind of leave you open like that? You know, as a guy who can shoot three-pointers like that? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really take his disrespect. Um, it hurt him. That was their game plan. Obviously, you know, Doc makes that game plan. Um, they didn't adjust, which has been sort of a thing. Um no disrespect, though. <laughs> and you should have seen. Oh, that was me. I was like, yes! Get him! Yes! Doc, who, oh, I bleed green, and I never want to leave Boston. He was warming his way out to go coach Blake Griffin and the Clippers. Like, what a weasel. You know, Doc makes that game plan. I, I just like that Blake approached it as, yeah, it was left wide open, but it wasn't the player's fault. Yeah. It was Doc's fault. Oh. He's the one who told him to do that. Beautiful. Thank God. And, has and been sort of a thing. It wasn't disrespectful from the other guys out there. It and was, he was smiling. It was really just your coach. He was smiling as he said it, too. He's like, oh, it's sort of a thing. No disrespect, Derek, though. Derek White was sitting right next to him. I think he almost fell out of his chair oh, when he said that. It was phenomenal. And I'm not going to overrate any of their depth that they have or anything. I'm not overrating Blake Griffin's play, but that was a good shot at Doc. Arkan, your Sixers are screwed, not just because Embiid and Harden, and I, I'm a James Harden guy. I like Joel Embiid as well. You're a James Harden guy? Yeah. Of course you are. Of course I am. He's a good player. 
but that team is not winning anything, especially if Doc is there and coaching that team. He's a big part of the problem. 617-779-7937. You can jump in here. We'll get deeper into uh, Jalen Brown, his issues, uh, health issues, that is, and also the Celtics at the trade deadline. They didn't do much. Arkan's got all the latest here in Trending, and we're right back. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Get Boston Sports Original on the go wherever you go. Just download the Odyssey app. You're listening to Jones and Mako on WEEI. Adam Jones, Megan Adelini, Christian Arcan here on WEEI. We got your phone call, 617-779-7937. We might have to give just a quick Bruins update uh, a little bit later on. Arkan's been saying something in trending that has caught, I know, Megan's ear (laughs) and mine as well. So we'll get to that coming up. But I do want to drill down a little bit more on Jalen Brown first. Jalen Brown better not play in that All-Star game. He's telling my mom. And I, he, but he, sh- we you all better agree. not. Okay, but I said this about Kemba. This is not second guessing. I said it about Kyrie before he did it. I said it about Kemba before he did it. True. And I was completely right about Kemba. I was kind of right about Kyrie, just in that he was an a hole. But I, I, I knew that was coming. It's like, oh, he's going to want to play in the All Star game and stiff his team. And at the time, because he was a Celtic, everybody's like, oh, Jones, you're just being negative. You hate Kyrie for no reason. <laughs> and it turns out we flipped. Now I love Kyrie, and you all hate him. See how, see how consistent we all are. But when it comes to uh, Kemba Walker, I was completely and totally right. He never should have played in that game. Never mind the amount of minutes he played in that game. You know, his knee was ready to fall apart. And I don't care. I don't care if Jalen's been cleared. Don't play in a meaningless game and risk any kind of setback or any kind of side injury when you're hurt. Go to the weekend for all I care. You can physically be there. Don't play in that game because, as I've been warning you, Jalen Brown's more injury-prone than you realize. He misses more time than you realize. Megan gave you the numbers earlier this hour. And I just, I wonder, he's going to come back this year. I'm not trying to tell you he won't come back. But 
This is exactly what I'm afraid of with Jalen Brown. It's injuries here and there that all pile up, and I do think it's instructive. I do think it's instructive that while another team gets Kevin Durant, all you Celtics fans are like, you can't trade Jalen. He's the healthy one. And meanwhile, he gets hurt. So I just, I feel like that's instructive. And I know Durant's not playing now either, but it's not like Jalen Brown is some model of health. He misses a lot of time. He does. What would you say if he shows up to the All-Star game to play and he has a seven-oose mask <laughs> in support of his brand? I wouldn't, I wouldn't like it. I would, not, I would not enjoy it if he's also trying to push his own brand on top of just, you know. Seven-oose. Seven-oose. Juice, is that what it actually it's is? It's supposed to say juice. It's supposed to say seven. juice, but it's, it's seven ooze. It says se- seven ooze. Seven ooze. It's like a retupect. <laughs> oh, yes, Derek Jeter. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, so nope. I I was just taking me a minute. here. I would have gotten that if it was written. It just took me a minute to hear it and understand what we were talking about there. But I get it now. Retupect. You can retupect that. Uh, seven use. I understand now. Uh, no, I would have a problem with that. Jalen Brown shouldn't be putting his own individual brand over team. And I, I honestly don't think he will. But if he does, look out. I might call Bradford if he does. And on, if he does, I will Day. come to the show wearing a seven-noose mask. Too. <laughs> but what if they come out and say, this is cleared. so great. I it's cleared. It's don't actually care. not that serious of a care. fracture in his face. Take he's going to wear a seven-noose mask. Don't and care. he's going to be great. And he's going to come back. And he's going to play in the seven-noose mask I would, for all the games after I would call BS. I'd say, I'd say you guys are lying. And I'd say you're doing the same thing you were doing with Kyrie, which is bending over backwards and defending the player because the player wants to play in that game, and now you're just going to make it sound like you're on board with it and it was all the plan. It is a wild coincidence how these guys' injuries always end up healing right before the All-Star break, I just, isn't it? I, mean, I that can't is imagine the Celtics wanted Kemba playing in that game. I guarantee you they didn't want Kyrie playing in that game. And if if you add Jalen onto that list, that would be a problem. But no, I... I I just don't think he's going to be healthy by then. I don't think he's going to be cleared by then. I think he he's going to miss more time than that. That's I, my guess. I would like to make the argument that Jalen's injury is very different than Kemba's knee, which was turned into a chronic thing and probably was the beginning of a chronic thing then. But I really don't know the impact that like bones sliding around your face potentially has on your basketball game. I can't imagine it's good. No. No, I can't imagine it's good at all. I don't know if there's really such a thing as a non-serious facial fracture like that, especially where you do have such a great chance of getting clocked in the face. We see guys with an play with them elbow. all the time, though. But they usually mask up, like you know, they have that that well, protective right. guard. But this is our this is Arkan's point. What is it? Is it a broken nose? Is it his orbital? The orbital bone? is like, kind of the worst case. Orbitals are serious. Like, I mean, yeah, it could be all sorts. This of This what I'm saying. Things, yeah. So we, don't, as far as I've seen, and again, if I've missed an update, then I've missed an update. I've seen facial fracture, which doesn't sound good, but I do think there are there are different variations to it that can get him back on the court. I mean, quicker. Isaiah Thomas had 17 teeth knocked. Yeah, down. he ended up coming back and playing. Not none of it good, right? None of it would be great. But a broken nose would probably be a best case scenario. A six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. How you feeling about the Celtics at the trade deadline? I just I do want to scratch the itch on Durant one more time, and this is independent of Jalen now because I think what we came to find out, although I guess Arkan disagrees with this, and maybe Mego, you're here as well. You could have got Kevin Durant for less than Jalen Brown. Mikael Bridges is much closer to Marcus Smart, Robert Williams the third, you know Grant Williams, some package thereof, and Bridges is better than all those guys, but like. Two or three of those guys would have been closer to the package that Phoenix sent to Brooklyn with a million first-round picks that I don't care about if you're getting Durant. I don't want to overpay with a first-round pick for a stiff, but I'd give up four first-round picks for Durant. You should be competing for championships, and I don't care about 
first-round picks five and six years down the line and pick swaps and everything else. The picks are irrelevant, I think, to the trade. Mikael Bridges and Cam Johnson? I think Marcus Smart, Grant Williams, and uh, the Time Lord approximates that. That might even be more. You could have done the deal, is my point, without Jalen Brown in it. And it makes me even more angry that the Celtics weren't in. Now, Arkand, I know your point. Maybe the Celtics wouldn't have got a similar discount because they're in the division with the Brooklyn Nets, and the Nets have been burned by the Celtics before. But that was the going Many rate. Times, yes. That was the going rate. And mm-hmm. you you could have topped it without Jalen Brown, I think. I don't know if you could have topped it. I don't know if what you just described necessarily tops that because Bridges is a good player. I mean, he's considered I prefer, a better player than Smart, I, I prefer think. 100%. Yeah. But Time Lord might be better than Smart, and Time Lord might be better than Bridges. That's never, true. Never mind Grant Williams on top of it. Cam Johnson's a nice player. But I think if you're talking those three names, and I, I'd have to look at the math and how everything works out financially – but, like, I think you could have approximated that deal without Jalen Brown, which is I why I sit here frustrated still that Kevin Durant moved and you didn't get him. And now that he's in Phoenix, I don't think he's moving again in the offseason. I was at least convincing myself earlier in the week, well, if you don't get him at the trade deadline, he probably won't move. The Nets are probably going to hold out and try to get more in the offseason. And if you don't win a championship with Tatum and Brown, you could go get him in the offseason. Now he's in Phoenix where he wants to be, and he's not going anywhere, and you missed your window on Kevin Durant. Bingo. To me, that is the most important point here he ended up with the team that he requested to be at last summer so to me that makes me wonder if there was any chance that he was going anywhere else and he seems to have some level of agency in how this trade was constructed because we heard from can we get the quote from brian winhorse sorry ryan i didn't cue this up but brian winhorse i guess like the rest of us was completely uh just just completely blindsided by the announcement of this trade. We didn't see it until we woke up this morning, but he was actively trying to do recon, and this is how he got word of it. Last night, midnight, I don't know whatever time it was, I'm on the phone with the team that had just done a trade. Okay, they're positioning their team. I'm going through the trade with the league executive, and he goes, holy bleep, Woj. (laughs) I didn't even know. He didn't even know. That was the whole league. The whole league went holy bleep. And now we're in a mad scramble till 3 o'clock. Okay, so if the whole league went bleep, to quote Windhorse there, that tells me that this was kind of a one-for-one tunnel vision deal. And so did Boston even know that this was going to happen? Did, did anyone know that well, this they, that he was seriously moving? If they didn't, whose fault because is that? Because everybody said it seemed like they were making calls and had this discussion and then it just coincidentally, the best offer was this, and it happened to come from the team that Kevin Durant wanted to be in. And by the way, some of the other teams who were reportedly kicking the tires on Durant, like Toronto and Boston, these are franchises that he does not want to go to. NBA players hate going to Toronto for many different reasons, mostly financial. Same reason they love going down to Florida, the complete opposite. But also, Durant has been on record many times about how he doesn't like Boston. And we don't have to go down that road. No. I don't want to go down that road. But you have to think. But it's not like he was dying to come here. It's no. not, if he has any agency in the trade, it wasn't going to happen. But if, well, fair. But it, let's say Phoenix didn't want to meet the asking price. Would he go to Boston? I believe he would have. I, I think his past comments, he would have overlooked it to contend for a championship. And to I play think. with Tatum, he likes Tatum. 100%. Yeah. Like, I, like, I just think, I know what he said, and I don't completely discount it, and he might really feel that way, but... Kevin Garnett said some awful things about Boston before he got here, too. And but Kevin that Garnett is the ended classic up coming exception to the rule. It is. No, totally. Everybody but- points to Kevin Garnett. And Kevin Garnett was in a truly disgruntled situation. Not disgruntled just because 
he's a guy who bounces around teams and feels like the team is always the problem. No, his owner there was uh, not a snake. He was snake-like. 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 See, is, he doesn't uh, deal with snake-like people. So uh, 617-779-7937. We'll get to your phone calls here coming up. Uh, how do you feel about what the Celtics did at the trade deadline? They did not get Kevin Durant. They did get Mike Muscala. Woo! Was it enough? And how are we grading Brad Stevens? Again, 617-779-7937. Call me Mike Jaws of the best kept secret. It's coming from Atlanta where the Hawks stay screeching. Such a such a well-kept secret. We had no idea that he could uh, he could spit. I didn't know you could spit bars like that. Gee Willikers, got to go get him. Got that hot fire. Wick Wick told me to to scallop. So I went and got Muscala. Are you familiar with the Furious Five? Oh, wait. He said muscle up. My mistake. Yeah, the Furious Five. Exactly. I, I remember hearing them back in Indiana, back in the uh, back in the cow pasture. I bet you don't know all the words to Rapper's Delight. So, uh, look, you can, you can grade Brad Stevens. I'm disappointed in what he did at the trade deadline. Overall, as a GM, I think he's done great. I, I gave him an A- when we did this in triple play earlier. But what he did today, I'm disappointed, especially when the owner said to muscle up. And I'm a little disappointed. I am disappointed in Wick as well. He said muscle up. He said we'll spend money. He said pay all these various assets to go get players, and you're sitting here and you didn't really do anything. So I blame Wick as well. I blame Brad Moore, but I'm disappointed in Wick as well. Again, 617-779-7937. Arkan, what's, uh, what's the Bruins story? I just want to add this to the mix because it's caught our ear every time you said it in trending. Let's hear it again. Okay, the Bruins story is, and there's been some additional context added to this, which I'll read to you in a second, but uh, this was a couple of tweets that were out saying that Jim Montgomery spoke to reporters saying Jake DeBrusque has had travel issues and couldn't get back to Boston in time to be ready for Saturday's game against the Capitals, and they hope to have him back against Dallas and Asheville next week. Now, the reason why that was uh, so noteworthy is because before the All-Star break, Montgomery said he would be shocked if DeBrusque wasn't ready to come back for that uh, Washington game. He said he'd be shocked if he didn't come back for that. So when he wasn't at practice today, everybody said, well, where is he? And Montgomery said, oh, no, no, he's actually not ready to come back uh, from the injury yet. He was unlikely. I thought he was going to be likely to play, but when we took off to Toronto, he got his latest imaging. We didn't think he was going to be ready for Saturday, so we're hoping to have him next week. So he's saying he's still injured and that the imaging wasn't great, but... There's also he missed the flight or something happened with his flight out of Edmonton. And all, I don't know. It's a little sketchy. The whole thing's a little sketchy. It's all very strange. Yeah. It is all very strange. But that at least adds a little more context because I'm like, he missed a flight and he can't play on Saturday. I assume that meant they were clearing him to play on Saturday, but maybe not. Or maybe there's something else going on with Jake DeBrus that we need to monitor. Or there's one like really old plane at the Edmonton airport and that's the only plane. It, how is, <laughs> and if you miss it, you can't fly for like, like three more days. I'm like, is he stuck Customs <laughs> right. or something? Well, that's what I kind of oh. I kind of think that as well. Oh, right. yeah, that Edmonton plane, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, Ra- Razor. Edmonton oh. Airport, Tim Hortons, <laughs> Hair Care, Entire Center. Razor, Razor, if you could. It, well, how do you, have you ever been stuck in the Edmonton airport? And if so, how, how do you react getting stuck there? Oh. Yeah, it can't be good. It just it can't. It can't be good. Oh, we're delayed again. What uh oh. let me let me ask you, if you're sitting at the bar there in the Edmonton uh, airport and you order the Rocky Mountain oysters, how do those go? Oh yeah, no, yeah, don't don't order that at the Edmonton airport. So all right, maybe there's something going on with his visa or or his passport or something like that. Like that's where my brain went to as well. But maybe the Bruins are on the up and up here. He wasn't cleared yet, and there were just some miscrossed lines of communication. I mean, I just found three flights coming out of go directly from Edmonton. He should be to able. He Washington, should be able to get. But even if his flight's canceled tonight. He might be able to drive from Edmonton to Washington, D.C. in two tomorrow. days. I can get these tomorrow. Yeah, so, like, I don't... Jake, call me. I, that excuse doesn't make sense, but 
maybe it's irrelevant given his health. So the latest from Jim Montgomery was flight from Edmonton. I don't know if it was weather or plane. His flight got canceled yesterday. Didn't fly this morning. Couldn't get here. I think he's landing shortly. All of a sudden, Jake DeBrusque is in the air. I don't. I don't. Know. <laughs> I they got Charlie McAvoy to Carolina I'll to be go honest, play like a game six of the Eastern Conference that was Finals. The I'll be honest. Oh, okay, yeah, this doesn't matter. I'll be honest. I don't get it. Can I have one more thing that Arkan's been saying? Vladimir Tarasenko got traded today. I've been so locked yes. in on on the NBA trade deadline. Tarasenko got dealt from where to where? From the Blues to the Rangers, and I have the I can get you the details Please. in a second. It was a pretty <clears throat> it was a pretty elaborate trade. There was a lot that went back because Tarasenko's so. a rental. So I'm a, here's what I'm going to guess. I have not seen the the return. I'm guessing it's a first and a prospect and maybe more draft picks. That would be my guess. It's a first, a fourth, Sammy Blay and Hunter Skinner. Who said ooh? That I was Ryan. Back I heard there Sammy Blay. Okay. What got you excited? That's, Sammy, that's Sammy, Blay is a, Sammy Blay is a roster player. I'm guessing Skinner is a prospect. That's just a complete guess. I've heard his name before, therefore he must be great. But first, fourth, a roster player and probably Toronto. a prospect for Vladimir Tarasenko. I, the Bruins should be in on something like that. And I'm not, I'm not saying they had to get Tarasenko. I'm not saying that. Although Montgomery would have had a connection with him when Montgomery was with the Blues. So I'm not saying they, they had to get him. But between Bo Horvat going and now Tarasenko going, those are pieces that I would have liked to see the Bruins approximate. Uh, you don't have to get Bo Horvat. I wish they did. You don't have to get Vladimir Tarasenko, but you better get something. Because it's the same exact logic we're applying to the Celtics, not to get way ahead of the NHL trade deadline. But Go way ahead. It's the exact same logic. If you're in it and you're contending, then you should be all in and muscling up. And I don't want the Bruins to make a Mike Muscala level move. I hope they're thinking of Tarasenko, or I hope they're thinking of Bo Horvat, and they were in on those names, and if they, maybe they're in on Chikrin. And if they don't get them, then I'm going to be disappointed in the Bruins as well. Because the one thing that could change my mind and get me to believe in the Bruins, who I famously have not believed in since opening night. Arkan knows this. I'm like, they're still the same choking-ass Bruins. Winning the President's Trophy means nothing. The Tampa Bay Lightning had a bazillion points a few years ago. They were swept in the first round against the Columbus Blue Jackets. The regular season isn't predictive of anything, so stop acting like the Bruins have a Stanley Cup wrapped up. And they're going to go win. Now you feel different? I said the only thing that would make me okay. feel different is if they, make a big, to follow. if they make a big splash at the trade deadline that actually changes things. Otherwise, they're effectively the same team from a year ago. Allmark's been hotter. Krejci's back. It's a different coach. They're a little bit older. They're yeah, f- the, the coach seems to be a pretty big difference, though. I guess. New system? New I, offensive system? I don't know has if, the boys skating faster? I don't think it has anything to do with the boys skating faster. The I boys just, are flying. Has been good. They, hated oh. Ca- they hated Cassidy. They hated Cassidy. And so it's the absence of Cassidy. I don't really think it's anything to do with Montgomery. And we're going to find out. That's me personally. You're raising your eyebrows back there, Ryan. That's me personally. No, I'm just thinking about a month of nothing but Jakob Chikrin speculation. So, look, you know, we'll have to to get to that when we get to that. But, okay, names are starting to move in the NHL as well. And the Bruins are on the sideline. We can add that to your phone, 617-779-7937. And, as we do each and every day at this time, we will get to Megsplaining with Megan Adelini next. Jones and Mego return after this on WEEI. We're right back to it. Jones and Mego on WEEI. Why don't you explain this to me like I am an eight-year-old? Do you need it broken down? It's so dumb. Why don't you explain this to me like I'm five? Well, lucky for you. I don't know how else to talk about it. Shut up, Meg. It's time for... Now I let you know! Meg-splaining. Meg-splaining. All right, today's subject is something that I might be a little sensitive about. I might be a little sensitive to. 
Because if you listen, and if you listen to the several iterations of the afternoon show that I've been a part of in the last less than a year, uh, you know that a couple weeks ago I had a situation where my dog slipped her collar and I ended up chasing her through a crime scene uh, when there was a shooting on my street. I've heard about this. Yes. So... It was after the shooting. When my dog gets off her collar, yeah, my dog was not part of it. Yeah. When my dog gets that's off what, her collar. That's what led to the shooting, actually. <laughs> people were like, get this husky out of here. <laughs> my Anytime my dog is like leash free, is it, it's, it's my nightmare scenario. And on the flip side, I'm, I'm running with my dog this morning. My dog and I, we run together. Humble brag. Yeah. She wears three collars when we run. <laughs> she wears three different collars that are clipped to a leash because I'm so afraid of her slipping it Well, I'm, so, I'm sorry to jump in. Are, can can the Husky not do a, a harness? Do they advise against the harness? You go collar over harness. I haven't tried it yet. Okay. I haven't tried the harness yet. That's the next step. Harness might work. Okay. Harness might work. To, I don't know how it is for running, but harness might work to prevent the, the slipping out of. I'm thinking about doing a harness with a double, uh, <laughs> double leash scenario yeah, where yeah, yeah. it clips to one collar and then also the harness in case she slips one or the other. Sure. This is how I live my life. All that to say, we're on mile three and we're both a little tired and this freaking dog, not on a leash, comes running up and my dog flips out because my dog's on the leash. And if you know anything about how dogs behave with each other, it's all about body language. And a lot of times if one dog thinks that they're the alpha and they're on a leash and another dog comes up and kind of challenges them and they're no leash, the dogs freak out. And my dog's very vocal. So now it's a whole scene. And so the owner comes running over and it's a young guy and he's like, oh, I'm so sorry. And I just am kind of like, okay, am I supposed to, right. am I supposed to excuse You're forgiven, this? yes. We're in downtown Boston. Like, leash your goddamn dogs. I'm sorry. I know that there's a whole group of people who live in this city and they think it's miniature Wellesley and they act like the whole flipping urban neighborhood is their backyard. But you can't do this. I, it happens almost every day. I didn't know like, we were talking I'm about this. I'm going to lose my crap. I didn't know we were talking about this. At some point on one of these people because the dogs are just running the streets. You know who's off the leash a lot? Charles, Your stupid dog, little Charles, little I Charles, can't do little it. Charles. But he's he's ten and he like he like waddles around. He doesn't go. He doesn't so go anywhere. Obnoxious. It, it, so first of all, like I'm a dog lover, mm-hmm. so I'm the best case give scenario. Me, person. Give me a scenario. Give me a scenario, or or a paint a picture of where you're running. You're running on a pretty main street. I'm running along the water, South Boston, Dorchester, but I'm not running on the beach. I'm running on a sidewalk. It's a pedestrian way. Okay. Yeah, I don't know that. I, I mean, I wouldn't like take Charleston on a walk, uh, like off leash. But like, I'll let him out and like, I'll let him out to like go pee off leash. You I'll let him to do that. Walk, like, like a mile from your house. No, 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 no. I, I would, no, leash. I would. That I wouldn't do. But I'm just saying, like around my house, I'll let him like run out and go pee. There and come are back people in. who I see. And he, wa- he waddle. He again. He's ten, and he's he's probably, he acts like he's fifteen, and he like waddles around. He's not going anywhere very fast. Look, I'm not going to excuse this like from a, you. Unless he sees like a rabbit. No, I'm saying I didn't know we were talking about this. Unless he sees like a rabbit, then he will take off. It drives me nuts. First of all, not everyone likes dogs. Well, maybe you should train your dog to be off leash. No, it's maybe, not happening. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, well. She's maybe, a Siberian maybe, husky. Maybe, maybe, yeah. maybe you should just uh, train your dog a little better and then it could be off leash. It's not safe. And people will say, oh, well, I've spent all this time and money training my dog. So they've got a great command and call and return or whatever the hell it's called. And yeah. it's like dog training. I just, parents. I train, I, I train my dog. Yes. There, and, okay. All it takes is one time. 
for your dog to flip out. No, I just told, all it takes is one time. I just told you, my dog's honestly. I'm acting like my dog's well trained. He's not. He, he if he saw like a bunny or a squirrel or something, he would take off. After. And it reflects yeah. poorly on all of us of dog owner nation. Living in the city with our dogs. Listen Anytime, to this, listen to this some... noob dog owner over here. A-holes. Listen to this. New Bostonian. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, yeah. How long How old? How long have you had a dog again for? Don't, don't lecture me. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a decade in as a dog owner. Listen. These a-holes <laughs> walking their dogs leashless down West Broadway like they're in, I don't know, where Arcan lives. Like they're in Dedham or something. Yeah, like yeah, you're yeah. not. You don't have a yard. This is the bargain that you've made. If you're taking your dog out, like leash how- them. Put a collar on it until you get to the dog park. And then you should take your dog off the leash because if you're the weirdo who brings your dog into the dog park and keeps them on the leash and then you're wondering why the, all, all the other dogs are flipping out on your dog, it's because your dog looks like a kitty cat. I like you know how, what I mean? And you're disrupting the whole dog park culture. Yes, 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 yes. I like how Arcan now lives in, like, the sticks. I like, I like that we've done that to him. Like, Arcan lives where, like, you know. Uh, dogs just roam free. Yeah, well, he lives, you know, in like the the wild wild west, you know, where like where like dust balls are rolling by, like like, like when a dog dies, this is where you tell the kids you sent the dog to. <laughs> oh, we sent him to Dedham to run <laughs> yeah. free with the other dog. Exactly. Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. I took my dog out on a leash. Woman with two pit bulls off leash, and I'm not trying to be dog uh, stereotyping here. She what? Two uh, pit bulls uh, off leash. I thought and we the spo- dogs went flipping crazy on my dog, so wow. my dog, who's I thought, very vocal, I thought we weren't, like, weren't supposed to be breed biased. Woo, 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 woo. My dog's freaking out, and she starts yelling at me about how my dog is barking at those dogs, and I'm like, lady, your dogs are off leash, and by the way, technically, legally, in the city of Boston, if you have Actually, a pit bull, it's supposed to be muzzled, just, but guess what? None of the laws matter, just gonna because let you know. if, you get, if you get caught with your dog off leash... You get a slap on the wrist the first time. You get a warning. You know what happens the second time? What should happen? $50. You know what happens the third time? What? $60. There's only a $10 jump from the second offense to the third offense. And then the fourth offense is $100. And then they just let you do it forever. And then they shoot the dog. Really, your issue is uh, with the local politicians. So here's, here's, uh, here's, so Arcan hates huskies and you hate pit bulls. That's what's going on. I thought I, I love all dogs. I'm not I'm not trying to sell a sitcom. I don't except, hate pit bulls, but except poorly trained dogs that can't be off leash. But are I, screaming their heads off and running around my dog and you're like, Why is your dog acting aggressive? Let's open it up to the but people. Your off leash dogs are attacking it. Have we taken calls in Meg's planning before? No. Are we allowed to do that? Sure. Are you I sure? Don't care. Well, yeah. well, you know, it's making it up you know, as we go. It's let's uh, let's hear let's hear from Chris on the Cape. Go ahead, Chris. Yeah, Mego, I wanted to give you a little bit of a point there. I used to raise Huskies, so kudos to you on the uh, Huskies. Thank you. Best um, dogs great, ever. Go, go, Ar- Arcan hates them. Dogs. Arcan yep. hates them, yep. by the they way. They are not great also, dogs. Yeah. They don't listen to you at I all, also, Chris. You know that. Yes, they do. No, they yes, don't. they do. I used to run. Yeah, man. I ran the Iditarod up in uh, New Hampshire. Unless, unless, they're attached to a, unless they're attached to a sled, so they don't listen. do anything you say. Yeah. So let me give you a little point, Mego. So the thing of it is with putting a leash or a neck collar on a on a dog is that you have a choke point so the dog will when you pull on that the dog will listen to you but when you put a body like harness on a dog you don't have that choke point so the dog doesn't react like it would if you had something around its neck so think about like you you know if somebody has you in a chokehold no. you're more apt to be more Let's not think so about what that. you need to do what you need to do is just real quick, you just need to give the dog some time in a harness. So put him in a harness and just walk him around the neighborhood, uh, really. I didn't need this phone call. I, I, already, I already said, I said harness. 
I said, he's, he's saying it's he's possible saying, for me to use a harness. harness. Might not work. Oh, I thought he just said walk it around in a harness. Choke what point. Did what you not hear do? the choke point? I, he just I said love, at the end. I guys, did hear him say that, and then at the end he said walk it around the neighborhood in a harness. I love the advice. What do I do when my dog becomes accustomed to the harness? And the woman who lives down the street brings her three dogs off leash and they circle my dog. Like, what What are we doing? If you need your dog to be off leash, well, move to a rural area. So what, but what happened? What happened when the dogs came up on your dog? They freaked my dog out. And by the way, right, when just, the dogs not- are off leash, the, the, the dogs almost never n- don't approach you. They always run up to you. They always jump on you. I love dogs. It's just, it startles oh, my, my dog. It freaks my dog out. My dog would run up on you, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and like, say hi and, and like, the want other, I'm speaking as somebody who loves dogs. There's a lot of people out there who don't love dogs. And when your dog runs up on them because they're not on a leash and you're back there like a total twerping, like, Bucky, Bucky, come back. Oh, sorry, sorry. Don't worry. He's just a golden retriever. He's so friendly. Like, it's... You're in. You're in public. Wait, you're so in Boston. Did you say dogs can't be off leash at the dog park? No, they should be off leash at the dog, dog park. Park's acceptable. The people who bring their dog into the dog park on the leash and keep them on the leash—that's super weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My dog won't interact with dogs at the dog park. Yeah, yeah and your dog. You know, they say people. He's are, mostly. A, he's mostly a cat. They say he's dogs a, he's a cat, reflect their He's a cat owners, in the dog's body. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. learning a lot. Well, no, again, he's he's very well trained. He's very well trained and very respectful. And that's that's just like me. That's like I'm a well trained. Respectful person is uh, is what I Megan, you would have hated Boston in the 80s. Uh, I grew up in the 80s, and people would just let their dogs wander around. They would let them wander around the city all the time, not even walking them. They would just wander around off-leash with no people around. The good news is I see that, too. So we're back to the 80s. Don't worry. It's never left. Not have liked it. All right. It's Megsplaining. Leash your dog. Leash up your dog, Boston. Or move... <laughs> Move out to the boonies. Move to Yellowstone like Arcan. Uh, uh, go, go move where the mountains up are. Up to Maine, too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, 617-779-7937. Let's uh, follow through on a football exercise that a caller brought up to us yesterday. Callers have been so wonderful with their advice to Mego with her Husky. Uh, callers said maybe we should look up the success rate of the better quarterback in the Super Can you just pick the Super Bowl based on who the better quarterback is? My theory was yes. Our intern Brian did some research. Let's see how we did with that next. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.